Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday, it's a wild card. Could be some college football, could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100-GAMBLER and visit rg-help.com. Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still. Let's roll, baby. Welcome back to the Ringer Gambling Podcast. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rostradamus. And y'all know how it's going down. We've had a rough slut in these last couple of weeks in the NFL. It's been a really wonky year. I mean, you're seeing a lot of changes when it comes to the NFL. Three and seven are still key numbers. Three is still king. But when you look at how things have been going this year with all the teams going for the two-point conversions, with all the teams going for the fourth downs, Two and one are actually key numbers now in the NFL. Two is one of the biggest key numbers. You're seeing a lot of teams winning games by two points. You're seeing a lot of different comebacks. Last week, the Baltimore Ravens, they got us. They did us a little dirty, but we're going to try to turn things around. It's a long season. You know, I apologize for the disappointment the last couple of weeks, but we're going to try to turn this thing around. Number one. For our number one pick for our top five NFL sides, we're going to go with the Indianapolis Colts, plus two and a half. Look, I said this before, when you look at this year, underdogs are crushing. And when you look at specifically underdogs, I mean, they're just, they're just killing it this year. Look, this Colts team, they closed as four-point favorites at home against the Tennessee Titans. And now you turn back around, and this line is Colts plus two and a half just based on the fact that the Titans got the win in their first matchup. But when you dig deeper into the numbers, the Titans were outgained in pretty much every single game this year, despite their 3-2 and record. And their game against the Colts, that game was largely decided by three Colts turnovers. So I don't think you're going to see the same thing here. This Titans team, I I just, I'm, I'm down on them really big. I mean, I faded them. Week one against the Giants, and you saw against the Washington football team, it took a late game Carson Wentz interception and a goal line stand to cover two and a half against the Washington football team. I think this Colts team is a lot better than the Washington football team. And when you dig into some of the numbers, 
of teams who are divisional teams who are looking to complete the two game sweep in a year. They're just 16 and 21 straight up and 14 and 23 against the spread. Now, I know a lot of people are going to look at the Titans under Mike Rabel off of a bye. They are 4 0 against the bye historically, but this Titans team, they don't impress me all. They're just 29th in EPA per play, 26th in dropback success rate, 28th in dropback EPA per play. So I just think the coach should be able to win this game. They outgained the, the Titans. 5.8 to 4.7 yards per play. They outgained them 365 to 244. And Matt Ryan threw all over this Titans defense before. 356 passing yards, 8.2 yards per play. More importantly, the coach should be able to get Shaq Leonard back for this matchup. That should help to slow down Derrick Henry. So they slow down a little bit the first time. Jonathan Teller should be back. So I'm going to go with the Colts. Plus two and a half. They should be able to win this game outright. Number two. For our second pick. In our NFL contest this week, we're going to go with the Seattle Seahawks plus five and a half. You got the Los Angeles Chargers. They're coming off a short week, really, really short week. And personally, my model makes this closer to three than it makes it, you know, five and a half. That's why I think you see some sharp money push this line down to five and a half from seven and a half. The main thing you're seeing with the Chargers, they have some offensive line issues and you saw it on Monday night. Justin Herbert is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but you can't do much with, with a bad offensive line. And I know the Seattle Seahawks defense has been pretty bad, but if there's one thing that Pete Carroll can do is he can coach defense. And I think you're starting to see some improvement with this defense. You saw it last week with the Arizona Cardinals. And more importantly, the Chargers, they really, really struggle defensively with stopping the run. They're just 22nd in rush defense, DVOA, 28th in rushing success rate. What does Pete Carroll like to do? He likes to run the ball, establish the run, establish the run. And that's what Kenneth Walker has been doing. He got a shot last week, 5.5 yards per carry. He fell just short of the century mark against the Cardinals in his first career start. But I think he might go over the century mark this week against the Chargers, who can't stop the run. Joey Bosa is still out. So that pass rush hasn't been nearly as strong. So you see in the Chargers, they have to blitz a little bit more than they like to do. And one thing I can say, Geno Smith, when you look historically, he has struggled against the blitz. But this year, he's becoming a brand new quarterback. He has a new lease on life. And when you look at him against the blitz, He's completing 73% of his passes with three touchdowns and no interceptions. The Cardinals, they like to blitz a ton. He tore it up. So I really like Geno Smith. I mean, like right now, he's I mean, he's better than Russell Wilson at this point. 73.4 completion rate, nine to two touchdown interception ratio. I like the Seattle Seahawks plus five and a half. I think they get it done in this matchup. Number three. It's like four to the five and to the six and to the seven. I once was told that all dogs go to heaven. For our number three pick, we're going to go with the Washington Commanders plus five and a half. I don't know what the market is seeing in this Green Bay Packers team to lay them, have them laying five and a half in this spot. You look at the Packers right now, they're just two and four against the spread. Fell in a cover by almost eight points a game. And so my model makes this closer to almost a pick to be honest with you. And I think you look at Aaron Rodgers. They don't have a, a ton of receivers. They can't get separation. Look at the, the offensive line. It's really struggling. Aaron Rodgers been sacked 15 times. And they have to face a Washington football team, Washington Commanders defense, which is third in pressure rate. Almost 30% of the time they're getting pressure. This Packers offense is struggling. I mean, it's downright abysmal. 20th in DVOA, 23rd in 
EPA per play on offense. They can't stop the run on the other side of the ball. They're just 30th in rushing EPA per play. Dead last in rushing success rate. So I expect Brian Robinson to have a big game. And then more importantly, Carson Wentz has been awful. But he's out of this matchup. I think Taylor Heineke is a huge upgrade over Carson Wentz. He's a little bit more mobile. I just think he can make some plays that Carson Wentz can't make at this point in time. So we're going to go with the Washington football team plus five and a half. Number four. For our fourth pick, we're going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Minus six and a half. I know a lot of people are on the Atlanta Falcons. They are six and oh against the spread. But you know what they say in craps, right? You roll a seven, you crap out. Only four teams have started 7-0 against the spread since 1978. That's the 2021 Cowboys, the 2018 Chiefs, the 2008 Titans, the 2007 Patriots. Do the Atlanta Falcons sound like they belong in a class with those teams? The 2007 Patriots, they didn't lose. The 2008 Titans, they went 13-3. The 2018 Chiefs. They had Patrick Mahomes. And you look at the Cowboys, 2021. I mean, this is Dak Prescott. This is Amari Cooper. This is Zeke Elliott. I know Arthur Smith is doing a good job with this Falcons team, but they're just not that. Teams on streaks of six or more consecutive covers are 30 and 36 against the spread all time. Despite the 6-0 record against the spread, the Falcons have been outgained in five consecutive games by nearly 80 yards per game. They were really fortunate to come back in games against the Rams and the Bucks. I don't think that happens here when you look at the Falcons. They are dead last in pressure rate. So Joe Burrow is going to have all the time in the world. Even with the bad offensive line, he's going to have all the time in the world. I mean, you saw it with the game against the Browns. I mean, Jacoby Brissett kind of did whatever he wanted, but he's no Joe Burrow. So, And more importantly, the Falcons are down Casey Hayward at cornerback this week. A.J. Terrell is a little banged up. So there's some cluster injuries there. But A.J. Terrell, I mean, he's expected to play, but he really hasn't been the same guy. So you're going to have to deal with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and all these receivers on the Bengals. I think it's just a little bit too much. A lot of people are talking about the Atlanta Falcons being 6-0 against the spread. But if you look at the Bengals, they are 12-2 against the spread in their last 14 games. I think this Bengals defense, they've been able to make some adjustments in the second half. So that should be able to keep the Falcons out of the back door. They got some talented linebackers that should be able to keep Marcus Mariota and his scrambling in the run game in check. I'm going to lay the 6.5 points with the Cincinnati Bengals. They should be able to get it done here. Number five. Okay, for my fifth and final pick, I had a couple of them to choose from. I really like the San Francisco 49ers plus two and a half. I have a number of reasons why I do like it. Obviously, this 49ers team, look, they're they're one of the best defenses in the league, but there's some issues right here as far as the injuries. We don't know if Nick Bosa is going to play. Eric Armstead, Emmanuel Mosley, Jimmy Ward, they could all be out. I mean, Jimmy Ward did practice. As of Friday, so did Nick Bosa, but there's still some question marks. Trent Williams is expected to play, and with the trade to acquire Christian McCaffrey, I do think the 49ers should be able to run the ball all over this Chiefs team, who is just 25th in rushing success rate. I'm a big fan of taking Kyle Shanahan as an underdog. Kyle Shanahan as an underdog is 25 and 17. That's 60% against the spread. But a big part of this game is the injury report. And we're recording this on Friday. I need to know who's going to play before 
I actually put this in my contest picks. So I don't know if I'm going to take this one. This is one I'm going to be debating over the next 24 hours or so. The game that I'm actually looking at is I'm looking at the Miami Dolphins minus seven on Monday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they they lost this game. They lost their game outright against the Steelers last week. But I think one of the things you saw is that Byron Leftwich was really one of the main reasons why the Buccaneers didn't win this game. The Steelers, they, I mean, their whole secondary was pretty much in the hospital last week. And despite that, Byron Leftwich opted to call 22 early run plays in which they had a negative EPA per play of minus 1.9. So, I mean, I don't think Mike McDaniel is going to call the game the same way that the Buccaneers did last week. When you look at the Buccaneers last week, their early passing downs, which they called 32 times, they had an EPA per play of 0.34, 59% success rate. So you can pass all over this Steelers defense. I mean, we saw it in their game against the Browns. This Steelers defense is not what it was without T.J. Watt. And I think when you look at this Dolphins team that get Tua back in this matchup, obviously you still got to deal with the, the speed of Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. I think the, the Dolphins are going to be able to put up some points. It's the 50th anniversary of the 72 Dolphins that went undefeated. So I think the Dolphins go out there and put it on the Steelers in this matchup. I'm going to lay the seven points here. I think the Dolphins get it done. They get off the snide. They lost three straight games. Now they stabilize things with their quarterback. So I really like the Dolphins in this matchup. Shouts to JJ. He is a Dolphins fan. I know he agrees with me on this one, but we're going to take the Dolphins as our fifth and final pick. For our top five picks, we're going to go with the Indianapolis Colts plus two and a half. Washington Commanders plus five and a half. Seattle Seahawks, plus five and a half. Cincinnati Bengals, minus six and a half. I gave you two picks at the end. It's between the San Francisco 49ers, plus two and a half, and the Miami Dolphins, minus seven. I'm going to be debating those over the next 24 hours to decide which one of those I'm going to put in my contest picks. But those are the ones I like for this week. Obviously, when it comes to the 49ers, the injury report looms large. So you definitely don't want to be taking the 49ers if Nick Bosa isn't playing, Trent Williams isn't playing, and so on and so on. So it's out of those two for me. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For our teaser legs, we're going to go with the Bengals. Minus six and a half down to 0.5. I gave you the reason why I like the Bengals. So that should be enough. They should win this game outright and definitely cover. For our second teaser leg, I like the Jets, plus one, up to plus seven. You're crossing off those key numbers of three and seven. It's unfortunate if you miss the plus two and a half, the plus threes on the Jets, but this Broncos team really can't score at all. And you're looking at a really low total of 38 points. This Jets team is trending upwards. So if I can cross off key numbers of three and seven with a low total of, of 38 against a injured Russell Wilson or a backup quarterback, I like the Jets. They should be able to keep this within one score. For our final teaser, like I really like the New England Patriots, 
minus eight down to minus one in this matchup. You're crossing off those key numbers of three and seven. You got Bill Belichick going up against Justin Fields. Justin Fields is really almost, he's playing with one arm tied behind his back. They're not passing the ball. This is a team that likes to run. This Patriots team, they have a really good defense. Whether it's Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones, I think the Patriots go out there and dominate this team. They take them into the deep waters and drown them. But I, I feel safer on the teaser in this spot. So that's our three teaser legs. Bengals minus six and a half down to 0.5. Jets plus one up to plus seven. New England Patriots from minus eight down to minus one. Those are our teaser legs. We're not going to do any totals this week, but that's what we like. We got our top five NFL sides to use and our contest picks. Hopefully we can turn things around. We got our teaser legs. More importantly, we're going to be back on this feed. Myself, John Jaskrimski, we're going to be breaking down Monday night football match between New England Patriots and the Chicago Bears. We got the East Coast bias. Myself, House, JJ. Obviously, you got Warren Sharp. You got Austin Gale all over this feed. You got Roger on this feed breaking down college football. Check us out. It's the Ringer Gambling Podcast. I'm Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rostradamus, and y'all know how it's going down.